What's up, everybody? What's up, uppers? What's up, uppers? Au pairs? This is Lane Smith coming to you with a little, a little solo episode, a little one lane bridge, a little one lane bridge to Kazadum. A little one-lane bridge to Chazadim. A little one-lane road to, well, to nowhere, probably. I mean, if you're thinking about it. A little fun fact. I want to open with a little fun fact um, that, I don't know, it hit me pretty heavy. It was in, uh, it's when Sarah and I went to New Zealand for a honeymoon back in 2015. Nigh on nine years ago this coming summer, which is Pretty wild summer here in the northern hemisphere. Okay, it was winter there, and we're we're on the North Island. We're going out east coasty. Um, my host mother, Margaret Seller, is from the uh, originally from the Natiporu, and they're out in the uh, out in the east coast, Gisborne. Hey, out in Gisborne, eh? Hey, down in Gisborne, hey, fruit, fruit in Gisborne. And um, we're headed we're headed out east. I think we were going to a. No, we were going to see her her son Tony, who uh, I had seen on my previous trip there when I was in college doing half my student teaching. We're going out east, right? And there's a lot of it's remote. Okay, out east coast New Zealand is about as remote as you can get. I mean, it's so remote that. You're darn near just trying to change the channel from across the room, and there there's not even a TV there. It's that it's that remote. So we're we're coming through a lot of you know a lot of un unsettled territories, if you will, a lot of a lot of wild lands, the wilder people out there. You know what I'm saying? But um, quite a bit of, or quite a few, many, quite a great many, I should say. One lane bridges, which you know exist around here in Ohio, not as many as there used to be, but to my knowledge or my memory anyway, it was the first. I know this isn't true because I know I've been on one or had been on one lane bridges in the past, but on this trip out east, it was it was to my memory the first one lane bridge I'd been on. So we we saw a bunch of them. And there's this famous one from uh, featured in the movie Boy by actually. Taika Waititi's um, breakout, I think it was his breakout directorial film that um, was big time in New Zealand and I think got kind of spread globally and it's sort of what people, how people discovered Taika, I believe, which is kind of crazy thinking about just how big he is now. You could, you could say he's maybe even more relevant now than Peter Jackson, which is... <laughs> Peter Jackson, are you serious, mate? It's pretty wild um, to say that, but you could argue. You could argue he is. Uh, but anyway, it was featured in the movie. Great movie. If you haven't seen Boy, go check it out. James Rolleston, he's the only actor I know from it, but uh, incredible. Incredible movie. But beautiful, kind of, I think, if I remember, it's like painted green underneath. So, like this green metal, which was a big stark contrast to the. To the mountains behind and um, 
one of those braided rivers so you it wasn't even like necessarily the whole thing wasn't even all the way over water just parts of it you know and when it heavy rains come and it floods and you know it would it would be a a really important bridge but at this point probably, you, know, you probably could have just took off-roaded across you know what i'm saying so kind of a silly one lane bridge for that time but you know we get this picture it was great it's sometimes you get pictures with something from like a movie or whatever or at a location you're like well, i don't even remember why, why did we do that what, what is that what it wasn't even a film i liked like i remember one time being in chicago with the donovans and they were filming transformers like the third one or something and if you loved transformers 3 i apologize i'm not i'm not making a I'm not saying anything judgmental towards that film. I'm sure it's a great film. I think that might have been the last one. Shia Lee Buff. Shia Lee Buff. Shia Lee Shia Lee Buff. Lee Buff. Um, uh, what's his name? The Stevens kid. Ren Stevens' brother was in. But, um, damn, what was that character? Lucas Stevens? What was his name? And even Stevens. I can't remember. I think it was the last one he was in. But anyway, I remember getting out and taking a picture with this set and, and then afterwards being like, I don't even give a I've never even seen the Transformers. I've tried to watch the first one and I just I don't I'm it's not my thing. I couldn't couldn't get into it. So but I got a picture of, you know, the set and I think someone even came up to me and said, Hey, you can't real take pictures here, man. I didn't sound like that. He was like, Hey, you know, you can't take pictures here, bud, you know that, okay? I don't think he even sounded like that. He was probably from LA, so he probably was like, uh, dude, you can't take pictures, huh? And I was like, oh, sorry, man. I was just, um, it's pretty cool. I'm from Ohio. You know, we don't really film movies in Mount Vernon where I'm from. And he thought I might as well have been speaking Enochian. He was like, what? So I had snapped a couple pictures, got it. Anyway, no connection. I, I forget I even took those pictures, kind of a deal. But not with this picture for this bridge. It was just an incredible location and really beautiful and of course I got to share with with Sarah and uh Jono was there my my Kiwi brother and um but I came to to circle back now to circle the wagons back come on time time to settle in let's get a fire going we're out here we're going to get uh dysentery god coffee at like nine o'clock at night is just it always makes me think of recording with us I'm gonna talk about us here in a minute and uh, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna kiss his butt because I love him so much, dude. So if you don't like these kind of episodes, go ahead and switch off now. I know that there's some people, and that's okay. That's okay. You come to us for our Tolkien knowledge, which is sad. You need to go somewhere else. Well, my Tolkien knowledge, that is great, but it's gonna be one of those episodes. So, yeah, um, great, great memory on this bridge. But I came to a a pretty deep realization down and near the bottom of the world man just on a on a one lane bridge and i realized i i actually just started saying no it's not it's not it's not for me and everyone was kind of like are you talking who, who, who are you talking to lane i was like the bridge i'm talking to the bridge and they're like oh okay I don't think they wanted me to elaborate, but I did. I was like, I can never be. I can never be. I can never be, cannot exist on a one-lane bridge. And even further, like anyone who's with me while we're together on a one-lane bridge, they are not on a one-lane bridge. So honestly, I could like really ruin people's uh, 
if someone had like this thing, this fetish where they're like, oh, I just got to get on one lane bridges. I got to, I got to get on them all. I could like follow that person around really, really just kind of take them off by just walking with them onto every one lane bridge they get. I'm like, you still haven't been on a one lane bridge, dude. No, man, come on, leave me alone, mate. I'm trying to, I don't know why he's, I made him British. He could be anything. Okay. He could be from anywhere, but his obsession is just to, I think I'm thinking of the train, the really cool train guy, which I'm not, that dude's incredible. I'm not, I'm not disparaging anyone. And I'm not disparaging, you know, if you want to get on all the one lane bridges in the world, God bless, dude, that's awesome, bro. That's an achievement. What I'm saying is, I'm I'm the bad guy here, okay? Let's not get sidetracked. I could really ruin that experience for somebody. So, same with one-lane roads. Like, I cannot be on a one-lane road. I cannot be on a one-lane bridge. And it's sort of like, it's a power, but it's a curse at the same time, you know? I'll, like, that's a weird thing, knowing I cannot, I physically cannot experience that. That's pretty weird. So yeah, no one lane bridges for me. Um, I mean, really, if you think about it too, it's like a, just it's a simple math game. Any two lane road I'm on is actually three, and anyone who's on that road with me. Yeah, see, I wonder how how far you could extrapolate this. Would it be anyone who's on the road? Like once I get on a road, all roads are connected essentially. If you think about it. So when I drive, is nobody really on the the laneage that they? I think that's the correct term. The laneage that they assume they are. Like if someone's on a on a eight-lane highway somewhere and I start driving to work, is it actually a nine-lane? Dude, that's just I don't want to make it too important or anything, but that's that's kind of that's crazy. So yeah, so this is a one-lane episode. Oh man. One lane, one one way. Um yeah, I, I just hope um I'm sitting here thinking just I'm actually catching up on Rings of Power here. I got I got Prime on. I'm watching Rings of Power. I'm on episode uh, episode Alloyed. Just really getting into the. I'm actually pausing it every couple seconds to sort of evaluate facial expressions and and um, I'm I'm really kind of critiquing lines and it's just really speaking to me. Very inspiring. But um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, maybe one of yeah no. I'm watching I'm watching football. Thursday night football, but I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, it's the, it's the, this is the season to be uh, contemplative, you know, as and I we're, we're like that anyway, we're always thinking about thinking, always maybe getting a little too meta, um, which is dangerous for, for brains like ours because it did can damn near break them, you know, when you only got a couple of brain cells, I mean, what there's, what are you, what are you talking about here? You can't make a whole, can't make a whole bowl of beans. You can just make a spoonful really but yeah then i'm sitting here thinking about you guys um hoping that everyone's doing well hoping that everyone's life is full and uh and happy and that you got great things going on and and you know it's <laughs> you, you that's, that's what you hope for right you hope that everyone's doing well but and in the reality of of life is that it's impossible. It's impossible for everyone to be doing well at the same time. So, you know, I guess I, I hope like if you're not doing well right now that there's enough, there's enough of the, the little chinks of light, enough of the little flickers of, of starlight to, um, to keep you going, to, to 
remind you that the, to see it through, that there's always hope that, um, that there are other forces at work besides the will of evil that, you know, that there's good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. I mean, all those things come to my mind and days in the past, far past days in the, the near past that have all been, or within recent memory, I should say that have been difficult or hard or dark or whatever, or all of those things that, um, that, that, that those things are, are, um, are showing themselves to you. And if you're not able to see them, I hope uh, I just, that's what I'm doing. I'm just gonna put it out there. I put it out in the universe. I hope that you can, I hope that you can see him right now, feel him right now. That guy looks like he's not even wearing pads. Man, some of these football players now, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I used to think they were, I mean, they're all jacked. They're big dudes. They're big boys. A lot of muscles. Lots of muscles and tendons and veins. Some of these guys are so veiny. I mean, like if I was a if I was a pro football player and I looked like them, I'd call myself Veiny Laney. V-E-I-N-Y. Veiny Laney. Now, you know what they get that'd get turned into is V-A-I-N-Y. They'd try to I know, the opposite team be like, oh yeah, looking in the mirror, Veiny Laney. I'd be like, bro, it's cause of D's. But um I used to think as a kid, like I, I go back. So watching football in the nineties, right? The pads were huge. Go look at some of those dudes, especially in college football. I mean, I thought Charles Woodson was four feet across. Come to find out, no, not true. But if you if you look at his his days in Michigan, the dude was as wide as he was tall. It, crazy, just crazy. But yeah, the pads have definitely changed in football. Anyway, not sure why that came to mind, but the one that one guy. Gilmore for the Cowboys. Them boys looked like he wasn't even wearing wasn't even wearing pads. Just looked like his shoulders were in the jersey and nothing else. Are they making another one? Are they making another Mad Max? With Chris Helmsworth and and uh, Queen's Gambit. That's crazy, dude. Wow. Furiosa. How cool. Um but yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Hope hope uh Hope you're enjoying this time of year. I, I know it's 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 one or the other for people. Like it's either a very painful time of year, um, a lot of times because you're you're either you're not close with family or you're you've lost loved ones and you're sort of you know all the time around family. It makes you think about the loss. Um, but I hope that, that that if you are like struggling with loss, that you're able to remember the good times. You know that's why I think I. I don't know. Uh, you know, like Vigo's situation has really changed the way we view death. Obviously, it's made it a little more of a like not constant thing, but in your face kind of thing. Where just the reality of the uh of how fragile life is. You know, we all think that like we're never going to die. It's just this this thing that we psychologically convince ourselves into for for safety and comfort and it's just not it's not true it's just not true like in and um yeah he's definitely he's definitely showed us that but i i think i don't know the the older i get uh, and and like that experience especially has helped me see things differently and i just think about life and i just think man there's so many good things there's so many good things i think about how happy my boy is you know, he'll, he'll, 
probably will not be able to physically do. You know, all these things that, that everyone else takes for granted. But I look at his spirit and I look at his heart and like hit the way he interacts and how he goes through his life in our family and with other people, like other family and then even with with strangers or, or new acquaintances and stuff. And man, I tell you what, I don't know. I've never, I don't think I've ever been as happy as him. I don't know exactly. Obviously I can't be in his mind, but the joy he radiates. And if, and if you're a person who pays attention, if you're a person who like sees that kind of light, cause not everyone does. And you know, that's cool. I don't think everyone can handle it. Honestly, I don't think that they have the, I don't know, capacity or something like that. You know, people have different capacities for different stuff. But if you can handle it, if you can handle that light without getting burned, God. I mean, you just you hang out with Vigo for five seconds. You, it, he he changes your whole, the stars realign in your world. And you're like, man, I, what I thought was up ain't up. What I thought was down is left, you know. And it's it's a, it's a, a good a good thing. But anyway, I hope that you're, I um, uh, hope that you're, you know, able to remember those good times, I guess, if you're, if you're struggling with someone you've lost, because that's what you got to take with you. You got to take the, the, the good memories. You got to take the, the good times, the happy things. And to think, you know, I didn't have to have those. I didn't have to have those memories. Didn't have to have those experiences. Those were gifts. They didn't have to be there. So anyway, I hope you're doing well. This is my favorite time of year. Uh, Thanksgiving. I love the Thanksgiving season, I know it's kind of over. That was last week, but last week, uh, well, what was it this year? This year it was like the the week of the twentieth of November, early, earliest Thanksgiving can be, and it was my God, dude! It's just the best week in the world. Two days of school, so little insider trade trade secret of the trade. No one does anything the week of Thanksgiving. You get two days of school, you do what you have to, but you know if you're doing it right, you're you're talking to students, you're you're um. That's my fantasy boy right there. Heck yeah. Give me some points, Ferguson. Let's go. Oh, and he's trash talking. Come on now. I need some points. 24 yards. You got to get more than 24 yards, buddy. Come on. Come on. I believe in you. But anyway, um, yeah, not a whole lot going on in school, so that's cool. You can just take that time to, instead of worrying about like, oh, got to get through these lessons. I got to make sure we're hitting these standards and teaching these right goals and all this stuff. You can just sit there and like, Ask kids about their favorite Thanksgiving food. You know, talk to kids about what the, who they're going to see, what family. Uh, you know, you eat you eat pepperoni on Thanksgiving. That's cool. I had no idea it was even a thing. That's awesome. Now you're going to have a Hershey pie instead of a Hershey chocolate pie instead of a pumpkin pie. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might try that next year kind of a thing. So, but it's great, and it goes deeper than that. But anyway, that's it's an awesome week of school. In our school, we do a um, a tailgate uh, on which I never take part of, but I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, tailgate on uh, the Tuesday, which is the Friday. It's so great because Monday is Monday. It's also Thursday, and then Tuesday is like Tuesday, but it's also really Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a two day week. So Tuesday, we um, the teachers bring in food, and we a couple of teachers have for years have uh, organized a an Ohio state tailgate. Well, I'm the only Michigan fan in our, in our building. One of two men and the only Michigan fan. 
I take that back. I was until this year. This year there's uh, there's another Michigan fan, another teacher who's uh, really big into Iowa and her alma mater. So we're sort of like the only ones who don't wear Buckeye stuff. And um, it's great. It's great. The kids trash talk me. Oh, oh, Michigan sucks. We have the right to kick your butts. And it's just so st- I'm like, you guys, you haven't won since you were in. You weren't even born last time Ohio State won, guys. That's kind of the situation we're in now. It's great. And they're like, hey, Mr. Smith, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Mr. Smith? I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? What am I going to do? What do you mean? What are you going to do when Ohio State wins? You have to wear. I was like, tell me. What do I have to do? You got to wear a Buckeye shirt. Yep, you got to wear a Buckeye shirt. So I just start laughing. I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, about this, I'll wear a Buckeye jersey. If the Buckeyes win, I'll come to school on Monday. Which when you're talking about that, it's on. It's like a week later, a week off of school. It's beautiful, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll come in in a, in a Buckeyes jersey on Monday if they win. I was like, but I got news for you, I'm, I'm not sweating. Ain't gonna happen. And whether Michigan's winning or not in recent memory, that's my attitude towards it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't show any cracks. I like to let. And it's so funny. By the end, like I had kids coming up to me and going, you know, these are kids who wear Ohio State stuff every other day. You know, probably because their parents make them, but the, you know they might also enjoy it. But they come up and they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Michigan by ten percent now. I'm like, I love it, wearing them down. But anyway, yeah. In this in this part of the, you know, if you're if you're listening overseas or something, you have no idea what I'm talking about. The the Ohio State University, the Buckeyes, um, their rival is. University of Michigan Wolverines, and it's it's a it's one of the oldest rivalries in American sports. It's it goes back to the when they first started playing coll- uh, collegiate football. You know, they uh, they're two of the oldest programs in the country. They've always been, I think, anyway, always been in the same kind of division or league or whatever. It's in the they're in the Big Ten now, but um, yeah, it's just it's always great. It's always a lot of trash talking and a lot of vitriol and good old fashioned rivalry stuff and. So, um, so yeah, but anyway, it's a, it's a good times and, uh, and that week of school is just, it's fantastic. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, and then, um, you get that Wednesday off, can kind of just like hang out. I can't remember what, I don't remember what we did this year on Wednesday. We had something, I don't know, but Thursday was great. Um, Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving day comes right You're It's the long awaited day. And, and this year was, this year was great because we, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't have anybody over. It was just the six of us. We uh, went in the morning. We went to um, Children's Hospital. Uh, we we go. We started this last year to to go and just to spend some time there and say thanks and um, drop off a like a thank you card for floor eight and for floor four, the two floors that Vigo was on when we were there and um, take a picture outside. This year we the girls um, when he wanted to donate some money to make the they have a bunch of butterflies out front. The butterflies are kind of like the the symbol of Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. And so when you donate, all these butterflies light up. And um, it was the middle of the day, so it was real hard to see them lights. They, We definitely I took a video thinking it was going to be this magical moment. You could not see them light up. But it was great. Like Just the fact that the, that the kids wanted to like give their own money was beautiful. It was really cool. So we did that. And then we went home and, um, you know, we, uh, we made dinner just, we did traditional Thanksgiving, 
uh, had some turkey, had some delicious cranberry pomegranate sauce. We had some some mashed potatoes. We did three different three different kinds. We did some just regular traditional. We did some um, garlic paprika, and then we did some ranch uh, mashed potatoes, which were. <laughs> you want to talk about getting the getting the meat sweats? I get them tater sweats, potatoes. I mean, it made it would have made Sam just darn near. I don't know. I don't. I I know we got kids who listen, so I can't say what how Sam probably would have reacted, but it would have been. Mm, boy, he would have been. He would have been he would have been licking dirt. He would have been licking dirt just just thinking he could sniff out those potatoes and dig them up himself. But yeah, uh, they were delicious. We also had some some stuffing, you know, all all the goods, all the goods. Sarah made some of her homemade bread. Oh my gosh, dude, that stuff is lethal. Her stuff is lethal. Sarah's yeast getting all kinds of. It's just really good. It's delicious stuff. Like it is so good that even if you're not a bread lover, you get in there and you're just having a couple slices with with butter. I know um, some of the boys now know uh, Kurt Jones and Mike Charles, and David Downing after the uh, the long expected golf outing. They they had some of Sarah's bread and they were um, I don't know. I think they were kind of a little too into it. It was sort of freaking me out a little bit, but. That yeah, it was. Um, I'm glad that they enjoyed it and got to, you know, got to try it because it's divine. If we ever have another LEP, I might have to twist her arm into making a small batch. Maybe everyone would get a crumb or something like that. You know, never know. But yeah, um, and it was real cool how we did it because we didn't worry about eating early. We uh, man, we were making dinner at about like dinner like for real like two or three in the afternoon we were making thanksgiving dinner and we ate four or five and it was incredible it was incredible um yeah so anyway it's such a great time of year i just absolutely love it and um yeah it's you just try to you try to keep some of that week with you all year long i think you just try to carry it with you because it's beautiful it's a beautiful mindset to just to really just not worry about giving gifts or getting gifts or thinking about the next thing. It's like, no, I'm going to sit here and think about all these things I have. And sometimes you got too much. You know, it's like, it's like sometimes like eating that, eating that Thanksgiving dinner, you're like, ah, that was a little too much of that. Didn't need five helpings of potatoes, you know. Uh, and you look around and you're like, well, I don't need this. I don't need that. Like, I got too much, man. And you try to find people who who might need that, who might uh, benefit from. Even if it's, I even think about just like when I when I hang out with my friends, and I'm like, shoot, man, what's something one of my friends would appreciate that I have? Because I love when that happens to me, just kind of unexpectedly. Like Ez will bring something over. Or Pete Donovan, we were in Chicago this summer. He just came out. I mentioned a picture we took, and he had this like Bulls baseball jersey on. I just thought it was one of the craziest things. Like it's a it's a baseball jersey that Chicago Bulls, right? And we're talking about it and reminiscing and everything. And he comes out. He's like, yeah, you go, man. It's yours. I was like, Pete, I can't take it. This is like, this is, this is legit, man. This is like, you're, you pass this on to Joel. He's like, nah, it's for you. Take it. Take it. And it's just, you know, those mean something to you. 
those those uh those gifts that are attached to memories like that and and um when they come from friends they're kind of unexpected and it's something that your friend has had you know it smells like them a little bit you know it's they ain't got no tags on it because they've worn it and and it they've 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 made memories in it and the, it's that mana it's the mana that the Maori people talk about and it's it's got some of that in it it's got some of their oils some of their musks and you just man Dak Prescott just got I think every defender touched them but yeah those are special those are really special I love I love those kind of unexpected gifts, but it makes me think about, well, what could I do? What could I, and finally, I know for two years I've been talking about sending stuff out to listeners, sending stuff out to others. Some of you who we've never even met before, but, um, I really need to, uh, really need to make it happen. Uh, I've got, I need, I got the time and I can do it. So I'm going to try to do that this, this next year. What do we got coming up? Um, yeah, we did. Uh, oh, I do need to talk real quick about the uh, the long expected golf outing. So this is something that came up, I think, last year uh, around the time of the um, when we had our finale watch party for Rangs of Pur. Rangs of Pur season fun, directed by Adam Payne and Scott McKay. No, I'm just joking. Saying the right names, um, but. Uh, I don't know, like Kurt, I think it maybe originated actually with Kurt, um, Kurt talking about how much he loved golf and, and, uh, anyway, um, he and Mike were, were kind of talking about, Hey, we should, we should go out and all play together. And I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm uh, not much of a bowler. And, uh, David was like, you know, I like golfing too. And so we kind of did this sort of, it started as a group, but we just made a group chat on Instagram. We were like, we kind of left that night thinking like, let's actually make this happen. You know, we all have clubs. We all live close by. We can make this happen. So we had planned for the springtime, May actually, I think May and then in June. So like May the first time, it's the day of, it's like a couple hours before. And uh, Vigo had just gotten his G-tube um, placed and we went to move, uh, pick him up and it just pulled out his, his, um, it's called a, a, a Mickey button, which is like the, the port, uh, that goes in, into his, his, into his, uh, belly, his stoma on his stomach where his, uh, food line connects. It just pulled right out. And it was like, Oh, you've got to be kidding me, man. Bummer. Not because of the missing the house. Like, Sarah was more upset about the... I was just like, we just got to get him to the hospital. I said, it's okay, babe. Sarah was, of course, crying, upset. The girls immediately go over and start comforting her. Vigo's fine. It, was, it wasn't as big of a deal as we found out, like, from the two times we had to go, that it's not as big of a deal as they, they make, or potentially not as big of a deal as they make it. So... He was okay, but Sarah was, she's like, I ruined the whole day, and the game guys are coming, and oh God, this always happens, I'm so sorry, Lane. I'm like, but it's, I don't, it's, I'm a bad golfer anyway, like, I didn't want to get my butt kicked, but you know what, I can just kind of tell them that this is just to spare them, you know, I'm going to build this, uh, this legend that I'm a better golfer than I actually am, so that when I'm bad, it's funny, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense, but. Um, the girls, uh, go over and they're comforting Sarah. And when he's like, mommy, it's okay. And Charles like, mommy, don't cry. Don't cry. And, 
And they're like, it's not your fault. And I said, tell mommy, tell her it's not her fault. It just happened. It just happened. And Ruth, this is such a funny, just so her. Ruth goes, uh, yeah, huh? it's a fault. Mom, it, it's a fault, mom. And Charlotte and Winnie look at me and they're just like, their mouths are gaping. And they're like, what? I was like, you know, it's not mommy's fault. They're like, yeah, Ruth, it's not mommy's fault. She goes, yeah, huh? it's mommy's fault. It's hilarious. So anyway, that was the first time. And I tell you what, man, you find friends like these, don't ever let them go. Don't ever let them go. Don't let them even walk far away because, I mean, I knew how Ez would react. I knew it wouldn't be a big deal for him, but I was just like, God dang, I mean, we're so excited for this. I don't want anyone to be, to feel inconvenienced or to think that like we're, I'm making something up to not go whatever because that's the introvert in me, but I, I obviously wasn't, but you know, I just wanted people to know. And they're all, you know, Kurt, Mike, David, I, dude, it's no problem. It's no problem. We'll reschedule it. So we did. We were scheduled for June. June comes around. Vigo's sick. Gets sick. He was, At this time, too, we didn't even know this, but he was having um, issues with his ventilator that they couldn't figure out, that Sarah ended up figuring out. And once she asked the question, made a recommendation, it was fixed. And he hasn't he hasn't been sick since. Knock on some of that damn wood right there, boy. It's nice having wood floors because you can just like reach down and knock the ground. Or like the windows, you know. The windows aren't wood, but the trim. But, you know, so anyway, that's kind of convenient. But, uh, yeah, so second time, and I'm like, guys, we're in the ER. I was like, I'm so sorry. And everyone's like, it's cool. It's cool. And then Ez and Lottie went to Germany for the summer. I was like, you guys like fall golf? I mean, you want to do it in the fall? And they were all open to it. We were just ha- we were waiting for um, Kurt's schedule to clear up with his boys' uh, his boys' football season and stuff. And so we we did it. Um, when was it? It was like the first Sunday in November, and it was a beautiful time. All I had to say, it was a beautiful time. It was so much fun being with those dudes. Um, but yeah, we had a real cool uh, uh, trophy to present to the winner, which was me. I won the first. Uh, Long expected uh, golf outing, and uh, yeah, I'm the champ, so I got to retain or uh, keep the trophy. I'm just joking. It was Kurt. Kurt won. It was close though between Kurt and and Big As and uh, and Boromir, Mike. Um, Dave was probably fourth, and I was definitely fifth. Although I was proud of myself, I didn't do too bad. I'm not. I'm not a golfer at all, and I hadn't been golfing for. Oh my gosh, probably like six years. It'd been a long time since I had swung a golf club. So all all that considered, I had some pretty good shots. But anyway, enough about <laughs> there he is, Vaney Laney. But uh <laughs> um no, it was awesome. It was so much fun. So the trophy was a it's a, a sort of a like a um Bilbo esque robe. I think it's actually a kimono. I got it from on Etsy from some vendor in, in India. So it was really cool. We're going to try and get it embroidered with the champion's name and add to it every every year. We're thinking about doing it biannually. So anyway, great time. Uh, great dudes. Kurt even took it on a cruise they just went on. We got pictures of him on a, on, a, on the cruise ship, on a beach, in this thing. And I, th- I thought he was wearing it for real. 
And then I was like, dude, are you wearing that everywhere? Uh, it's, it got a little strange. I'm like, if Kurt's into it, like, I, that's cool. Like, I don't want him to feel bad about wearing that thing everywhere. But it just seemed sort of like, mm, I don't know that I would. It's got I me. Mean, God bless you, bro. Like, if you want to. I don't know. Man, how about that? How bad is it when the Patriots are playing the Steelers and the Steelers have J.J. Watt as their icon and the Patriots have Bill Belichick? That's when you know you got no players. No players. When your coach who is on, your legendary coach who's actually on the chopping block is your is your uh, your icon there. That's pretty wild. Anyway, um, but it turns out he wasn't. He was just taking it and, and taking pictures with it. So that made me feel a little bit better. I was like, daggum, dude. I know a Kurt is is a dedicated man, but that was almost too much dedication for me, even. But no, it's so cool. I loved it. I loved the excitement. I loved that we got to do it finally. It was a blast. So I think we're gonna try and uh try and get it done again in May. Maybe I'll be able to take that vest. If we play two holes, I could definitely beat everybody, I think. My first hole, I was tied with Mike. Me and Mike were at the top. Second hole, straight downhill. Ironically, it was down a hill too. So That'll happen every once in a while, but you know, I, um, talk about talk about my brother Ezra, um, and what we got coming up. We got um, we got a lot of cool things coming up actually. Um, I don't know how much uh, Ez wants me to share, so he might you know he can cut this out. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything crazy, but crazy uh, like he's um, he's dealing with like a like a foot injury. It's it's actually really crazy because the first thing he told me with this thing with his foot hurting is um, I was like, dog gone dude you you golfed his you you had that pretty of a golf swing on one foot that was the first thing I thought because he's been dealing with this foot issue for I think a couple months now so he's dealing with a lot of pain um on top of busy school schedule we're both in a busy school schedule like this time of year is just not not an easy time to be a teacher um that being said being a teacher is the easiest job in the world I don't care what anyone says when when you hear teachers now, I like, go different schools. Obviously, I, okay. I don't mean to say that. Like, if you're in an inner city school, rough school, then it's it's a really difficult job. But most teachers will say or try to make you think their job is harder than it really. It's not. It's a great gig. We get to be around kids all day. If you're in a good school, I guess it does depend on what kind of school. I'm in a really good school with a lot of support, and so being a teacher in my school is not hard. I'll say that. So when I hear teachers at my school complain, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. Go work at Walmart then. I, I bet I bet you would not rather do any other job. <laughs> I bet I bet that that is a something you're saying without thinking about it. But but anyway, um it's a busy time of year, a lot of meetings, a lot of mid year assessment stuff kind of going on. So busy with that. Go check out though, he's he's started a, a kind of he's sort of like consolidated all of his pro, uh, projects into Something that he and Lottie are calling the extended editions. I really, I, I didn't tell him this. Oh, this he'll get this when he's listening. I really wish he would have called it the appendices because it would be the first time he's ever seen them. <laughs> joking. Just joking. Just joking. Um, but uh, it's called the extended edition. He's covering, I mean, everything. I think he's going to start by going into like Legends, Star Wars books, and they're gonna, he and Lottie are going to go through and and really do deep dives on all those. He's doing all these really quick, uh, really cool, quick, um, like TikTok videos as well, where he's you know just asking thoughtful questions and 
uh, provoking some thoughts, getting pretty provocative with the cognition and the imagination, just thinking about like, yeah, you know, was Dumbledore really a, was he a Horcrux, you know? Was Luke Skywalker secretly dating Yoda's mom? You know, all these different things that you've never thought of. Was, you know, was um, House Targaryen actually, you know, um, were they Republican? I don't know. You know, just no one, things that, that people aren't even thinking about. He's just, he asks, he always has, asks great questions. There's a reason in my mind he his, uh, his, his um, what's it called? His uh, Patronus is an owl. You know, he just, he asks great questions. He's so thoughtful. Um, So go check that out. Go follow that. He's posting stuff all the time. It's wild, man. The dude, he's, uh, yeah. So that's keeping him busy. Job keeping him busy. He's got that, he's got that foot, man, that he's just powering through like a, like a, he's probably still working out too. He's just such a beast. And I know that um, he and Lottie are going to be going back to Germany. So we're, we're going to record actually. I know it's been a minute since we recorded like it properly, um, not not like a uh, um, a concerning Hobbits uh, book, uh, Red Book of Westmarch kind of um, standalone special episode, but it's been a while since we've recorded, so we're going to be recording on the uh, is the ninth. Let me check my phone real quick. Need to do that. Don't want to give you misinformation here. This is not the podcast for misinformation whatsoever. The ninth, Saturday, December ninth. I think we said it like seven or eight. Uh, there'll be Instagram updates on that. We're going to be doing for our anniversary episode this year, we're going to be doing a Hobbit hotline. So um, call in. Call in. Ask about anything. Talk about anything. It's going to be a great time. It doesn't even have to be related to the podcast or Lord of the Rings. It could be anything. If you just want to talk about Post Malone's you know, most recent album, Austin. We can talk about that because it's incredible. You should go check it out. It's he really is showing. It's a showcasing of his musician musicianship that he is an actual musical artist. It's beautiful. Um, talk about anything. Yeah, we could talk about you know I don't know Geno Smith, who I'm watching right now for the Seahawks. We could talk about the density of water. Is it real? I don't know. We could talk about um, oh I don't know. Whether you think cilantro tastes like soap or not, whether you got that gene in you, that Geno Smith. I wonder what, yeah, I wonder if Geno has the gene of soap cilantro. I don't know. I think it's so weird. I think Kurt Jones, actually, I think it tastes like soap to him. I think I remember learning that at the first LEP. <coughs> Excuse me, which is where we met Kurt, actually, pretty wild. Um, And his beautiful wife, Kelly. Who is a horror movie fan, uh, fanatic? She's obsessed with like Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy Krueger. I bet Kurt has dressed up like Freddy Krueger. I don't know this, but I got some kind of a sneaky suspicion that if you open that closet, you're gonna find a lot of blades and a lot of um, striped T-shirts and a scarecrow hat. That's who that is, right? I, I, I can never. I get like that and Jason and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Scream guy all kind of confused. It's like a, that would be a nightmare, an amalgamation of them. All. They should call. They should call it like the son of son of um, son of scary and just make oh the jeez the Seahawks just scored guys. 
and the Cowboys are my defense. So I'm not getting any points this week for defense. My goodness. I've lost six straight games in fantasy. It's just uh, it's not much of a fantasy for me. It's a dark fantasy. Dark, twisted, evil fantasy. I got six points. <laughs> my defense is getting me one point. Projected to get zero at this point. The adjusted projection is zero points. Well, I'm doing better than that, I guess. Hey, what are you going to do? That's the one, you know, fantasy is, I haven't played for years. I'm really realizing it makes me hate like certain players and like the Cowboys defense. I, I, I hate them. I really do. I don't know that I'll do it again. I mean, it was kind of like a fun thing. My, my buddy Meeksy invited me back into, I played in this league years ago and he was like, Hey, so spot open. You want to come in and join? And I was like, yeah, you know, cause I'd always been sort of a little not butt hurt, but like butt cheek hurt that I hadn't hadn't been invited into any leagues. You know, as is always talking about his league. Johnny's so and so is always talking about his. Yeah, I'm in about three fantasy leagues. One's a uh, one's kind of a um, what's it called? Dang, I can't remember what it's called now. One's sort of a uh, dynasty one. One's just kind of a week to week sort of deal. And the other one's a draft. So you know, I gotta get the variety. And uh, but uh, yeah, no, no, no openings. Yeah, it's with a bunch of old friends, from, with a bunch of friends from work. And it's always like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I know sports, but I don't know how to do fantasy. That's for sure. Jeezy crying. It's just like, and then you get somebody like, like my one of my most productive players has been injured for. 10 weeks and you go to get a replacement and it's just like the available wide receivers they're going to get you doesn't matter who it is three points a game that's the best you can do i got no trade value it's just ridiculous but anyway anyway yeah uh but we're going to be doing a uh haba hotline episode for an anniversary episode this year it's gonna be great i think we're gonna film it i think we're gonna put it on youtube i think actually we're finally going to find out or find a way. This is a mental reminder for me to get as the um, the video file from our very first anniversary episode, which we filmed, but never posted the video for. Like the audios in the um, the audios in the uh, the podcast um, library. You know, it's there, but never um, never the video. So I think we're going to uh, try to get that up too. It'd be kind of a cool little side by side year six and year one. Pretty pretty crazy. To think that it's been six years, man. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be doing that. It, it'll be great. Um, I think we're gonna record a, another episode that night as well. We are gonna be getting back into the Silmarillion. We are gonna be doing some more, um, some more of the Night Breeze and some more moments in Middle Earth. We've been having so much fun doing those. It's honestly just been like one thing after another the last few weeks, where it's just been, um, it's just been like you know the the night that we do it. I get a hold of Ez, and I'm like, bro, I can't do it tonight. Can we do Thursday? Thursday night comes around. Ez is like, Lane, I can we reschedule? No problem. So, And when we've been getting together, too, this is something I want to talk about. Like, We are just having so much fun. And I know we've mentioned this before, but we're having so much fun being together that we almost don't want to. It's just kind of we're. I think it's changed with Lottie, honestly. Like, And I'll tell you why it's changed. Because before it was like, what we would do, this was, and this is when as and I talked about this. I'm like, dude, this is how we were able to push out so many episodes. Is we would, uh, we'd all hang out, right? We would um, have dinner. We'd hang out with the kids, however many kids had been born at that time over the years. We'd get them to bed. We'd hang out with Sarah for a little bit. Sarah is is exhausted. She likes to go to bed early, so she would go to bed. 
could be me and Ez, you know? And a lot of times Ez was going to spend the night anyway, and it was like, you know, let's record, let's record. But now it's like we've got Lottie here, and we have been anticipating Ez is Rosie joining us for so long that, like, we have not as much as Ezra, obviously, but we had this built-up desire to get to know Lottie as well. And, and and we don't get to see her like, you know, every Thursday. It's like when they come down here, when we go up and see them in the North Farland, which we got to do uh, a few weeks ago. It was awesome. Got to go up and hang out in Mount Vernon. Uh, we got coffee. We went and saw Max at Paragraphs. Went to uh, to Mr. Kirk's house and watched the the Buckeyes barely barely beat Maryland, which was cute. And got some Durko's Pizza, 392-5678. Um, but, yeah. Uh, those times, like it almost feels kind of not rude necessarily, but like to me, I'm like, I kind of guard them against us going from just talking and hanging out to being like, okay, let's, let's go record. Got to record, got to switch the switch gears a little bit and either Sarah and a lot of you guys hang out. We'll see you in the morning kind of a deal, or let's, let's all go turn the mics on and we'll, we'll do it there. It just, it kind of, I've wanted to guard against that because like I want to get to know Lottie, you know, and and I want it to be done in real life, not necessarily on a on a like on a podcast. So when we have gotten together, if it's if if we get to record, cool. And if not, it's been like okay, we'll make the distance thing work. And uh, yeah, but hey, one of one of our goals for um, all that to say, one of our goals for the next year is to <clears throat> to be able to establish like an actual schedule. Because everything's stable enough now, we feel like that, um, you know, uh, mixing in, uh, getting a good mix of like monthly Silmarillion, a uh, couple of episodes of Moments of Middle Earth, and a couple of Night Breezes a month would uh, would be a great balance. Because we love doing it, and uh, we love all the different kind of, I don't know, like uh, um, versions of the podcast that have sort of developed so anyway we're going to be doing that um good things coming but yeah we're going to be doing an anniversary episode which which can feature you anyone can call in we might even be giving away some prizes to uh or like thank yous to people who do call in because we know it's something you don't have to do but we love hearing from you guys i'm hoping we hear from andrew hoping we hear from matthew johnson i hope sam and seth call in i mean i hope we hear from all you guys you know like be great all you guys and girls the uppers are the best man we really, and again, like we can't thank you enough for all your support and all your love. You know, the kind words, the the letters, the messages, you know, like big time through um, through releasing Concerning Hobbits, you know, because you put something out there like that, you never know how people are going to respond. And it, it when, you, when you're feeling like the adaptive creative juice is flowing, it, it almost doesn't matter. But, you know, you don't, you, you, you want, um, you want it to be like at least appreciated, I guess, by someone. Um Again, I've never had an experience where like literally the the act of doing it was so fulfilling. And that's the goal, right? Like when you make something, you want that that creation act or that in this case the adaptation act to be to just be like it is in itself the reward. You know, it that is the kind of the um like the how would you describe it? That is, that is the, uh, I don't know, that's the the juice 
that is the that is the the dessert the the yummy the I don't know what you'd even call it the best part I guess really oh my gosh I'm looking at a Reese's caramel big cup gosh dang as bring one of those down I know you like them Reese's cups boy come on get down here but anyway uh, I've had lots of people reach out and just say dude let's make this sh- how do we do this can we do a crowdfunding can we you know like do a social media campaign where we tag the crap out of Weta, can we somehow get, so that has been just cherry on top of the, of the ice cream sundae, so, because really, like, the cool thing about that show, and, 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 uh, kind of, like, imagining it, and laying it out, and everything, it, it lives in my mind, like, I know I've said this before, but it, it really is, like, I can stop and think about an episode, and I, I see it in my brain, it's wild, so in a way, you know, like you, you have these, you have these like crazy pie in the sky dreams where you think like maybe somehow, maybe somehow, Sean Astin, we could talk to him, or we could talk to someone at Warner Brothers, or somehow, we could grovel into the floor of a of a boardroom and meet with Peter Jackson and just say, hey, we can't do this, right? We are we are hobbits. We have no business being here. You know, by rights we shouldn't even be here, but we are here. And just like two other hobbits who had no rights, no business doing what they did, destroying evil, you know, we are going to try to do something even more epic. Just joking. Uh, but, um, you know, like that would be incredible to, to, to put it in the hands of someone or a group of people who could bring it to reality and, and in ways that I can't even imagine. Right, obviously, that's great. It's a great thought. It's a great hope. That's a great aspiration. But regardless of anything ever happening, it's in my mind. It lives in my mind, and I can see it and enjoy it. And honestly, like I, th- I thought about this too. You hear about people who create things or adapt things or whatever, and then they, then they actually get made. And it's like it kind of ruins it because it was, it was a certain way in their head, and it was to them almost kind of perfect. And so it's almost maybe something that you're like, oh, I'm on guard against that. But but yeah, any people who have been enjoying it and, and if they've let us know, thank you so much, man. I can't even tell you how um, inspiring that's been. And it, at certain points, motivating. I thought like, you know, people are waiting for this next part of the story of Eleanor's journey and the, the history of Hobbits and what's going to happen next. And and um, yeah, I want to I wanna get this done so they can enjoy it. So I'm going to take a, a little bit of a break. I said I wasn't going to write anything for season three. And I've got some other things keeping me busy um, that are not nearly as fun. So that's it's good that I can kind of take a break, I think, from it before I get into season three. But even saying that, the other day I started just writing down concepts for um, for for what what episodes can look like for season three, just because I can't like it's it's I almost have to stop myself from thinking about it because I just get so caught up in it. Like at this point, I'm just I'm there. I'm there. I'm along the ride. I'm I'm along for the ride with Eleanor, and I'm I'm loving. I'm loving the journey. I'm on. I'm on Jeb. Just saying. Come on, boy. Give me. Give me the. the give me the under towers, boy. Let's go. West March. Here we come. Wave to the tall king on our way. But uh, yeah. So anyway, thank you everyone for for reaching out, and I hope that um, when season three comes out, that you enjoy it. And um, yeah. And yeah, maybe we're gonna be search. You know, seeking out Sean Aston's agent. You know, maybe we're gonna be seeking out. 
a way to to pitch a show as um, just two two guys who have no business having ideas at all. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, gosh, what else we have coming up? I mean, that's that's a lot of it right there. I guess. I mean, um, a schedule coming up for for episodes that'll 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 drop uh, regularly again. And uh, yeah, just getting back into the Silmarillion, baby. That's silly. Silly Millie Relilion at Myar Angelou. That Melcornia. Eye of Sauron and the Melcornia. Don't tear it. You know, don't detach that retina. But yeah, um, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I want to give a huge uh, shout out to my brother as, and I hope this has been fun for him to listen to because I love him and uh, I like doing this kind of stuff because, you know, I'm sure I said something shocking. I don't know for him or he probably got a giggle out of something, a thing or two, even if it's just one, even if it was just one thing, man, even if it was just one of them things, boy, that you laugh at, it's enough for me. Um, Gosh, there was something else I wanted to talk about. I can't remember now. I'm getting a little silly. I'm getting a little goofy. The bananas are going off in my brain. The brain bananas. But yeah, gosh, what was it? It was something actually kind of relevant, I think. But yeah, go check out Extended Edition. Um, oh, it was, um, yeah, some things that are going on in, in Middle Earth. So we've got this Middle Earth Extended Cinematic Universe kind of uh, happening. Um, so, so Peter Jackson is producing this stuff. There's more that's going to come more news. I'm sure. I think that right now what they're talking about is, is, a um, a reboot of the trilogy, but I really believe guys, I really think that's the same kind of false pitch that they were giving us with rings of power. Uh, I really think that that's what that is. Um, they're just trying to either stall until they have a solid idea or gauge people's interest for that. Cause I think if, I think if ever, the the fan response was like hell yeah let's do a let's get a reboot let's see what it would be like in a in a new age with all CGI <laughs> um that they would probably would do it but i think they i think at least warner brothers is respectful enough of fans i maybe i'm saying too much that they would um they would not do a remake of one of the greatest trilogies of all time i would say one of two uh, if fans didn't want it, I think I still th- I still have that that kind of like faith in them that they're not that foolish. I guess really is what I'm saying. So um, yeah, I don't think that, I don't I wouldn't put any merit in that. I think that's just the same thing that that Prime was doing. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what what, what they do. You know, I've also heard like an Aragorn, young Aragorn spinoff again, a lot like the. What uh, what Prime was saying. I've also heard of like a Gandalf origin movie. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I do hope that they take a little more of a of an approach that yeah, we're going to stick to lore. We're gonna try and build out things that Tolkien actually wrote. You know, and that might be a little too hopeful. That might be foolhardy. You know, might be a little too tookish. But. Um, we kind of we kind of we we tried to foster that mindset so we're going to think we're going to stay there in that zone. We're just going to hope that it's yeah, that it's something uh 
something that feels as akin to the spirit of Tolkien as that original trilogy, and even the Hobbit films at certain points for sure. <clears throat> but you never know. It might not be, and we might have more disappointment on the horizon. Maybe it's just, it's like, um, you know, we'll never get anything close to that original trilogy again. That might That's a very real possibility. Um, and I think that, you know, Star Wars fans can relate to that. They're getting all this content now, and how much of it actually feels like, I don't know, like the same type of thing versus just, um, I don't know. And you also, want, yeah, I don't know, do you want, how much do you really want? How much do you want to leave mysterious and, and leave it leave it up to, you know, wonder and uh, imagination? Yeah, it's an interesting balance. We'll see what they strike. Um, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said, stri- sorry, too soon. Uh, I meant like what balance they'll strike, not, um, sorry, not, not, uh, not making light of uh, those writers who were on strike. I apologize, you know. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. Easy, buddy. Easy. That's the most controversial thing I've said all episode. Um, but yeah, uh, what else is going on? The uh, the War of the Rehirim is coming out in May. Now, if that hits theaters, Ez and I are going to have to get our asses to the seats. Get our buns to the cinema. Have to go get some pot, get some, get some buttery fingers. Popping that corn in the theater. And, um, yeah, maybe holding hands. I don't know. But will we hold hands during that? Probably not. But we would, like, let our shoulders kind of, like, touch. We're, that, we're those kind of bros that we would, like, we love physical contact. We hug each other every time we see each other. Sometimes we're just, like, touching each other's shoulders. It's weird. I don't know why we do that. We always have, though. But, yeah, we would definitely, you know, lean into each other, I think, if we went to the cinema and watched... Um, Watch War of the Rehirim. I really hope they do release it in the in, in the in the theaters. That would be cool. I, they might have already announced that. I don't know, but that's coming up in May. That'd be a cool little, you know, different time to see uh, Middle Earth in the theaters. Not used to that. That's not um, traditional, if you will. But it would be would be really neat. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Peter Jackson related. Um, he just released the final Beatles song. So there's this, I can't even remember what it's called. You have to go look it up. There's a, a video, like a trailer and a music video for it on on HBO, on Max. Excuse me, just Max. <laughs> and uh, it, it's really incredible. For, so they had this recording that John Lennon had made. If you're not a Beatles fan, I know Tolkien wasn't, so <laughs> just hit that uh, skip forward button. But um, he, uh, he had recorded something after the band had broken up, and it was like this... Um, really beautiful piece that after he died they got a hold of and they tried to to, tried to incorporate it and make a song and they just couldn't uh, because of like other things that they were working on at their own musical pursuits and then um, and just out of not being able to not the technology didn't have the technology audio technology at the time and then eventually um, George died right and it was just Ringo and um, and Paul and uh Anyway, I think PJ was able to, and and the the guys at Wingnut and Weta and everything were able to develop technology like they have with a lot of this crazy stuff, like with um, they shall not grow old. If you haven't seen that yet, still go see that. I think it's on Max actually. Um, it's that uh, World War One documentary where he adds color and um, they fill in the gaps in the frame rate, so it's much more modern looking as opposed to the old like a. Uh, 
um, early film stuff that was more, more herky jerky. And then the audio recordings from veterans who, uh, um, came back from world war one. Um, God, uh, and it's just a crazy tie into Tolkien. But anyway, the, the, some of that technology that they've, they've pioneered is just unbelievable. So anyway, long story, um, Peter Jackson was able to, uh, kind of enable them to manipulate this audio. Uh, in a way that they've recorded this song, and it's the last in 2023, the last Beatles song, the last true Beatles song. Pretty incredible, and it's a beautiful song. Um, again, can't remember what it's called, but if you search it, you know the internet's an, incra- an incredible thing nowadays, guys. That you'd be able to find it in no time. I don't know if you know that or not, but you can just type things into your phone, and it finds it right away. Um, it probably found it right now without me even typing it. It's listening to me, so <laughs> you know that's what happens. But um. Yeah, what else? Uh, Rings of Power season two is um, completed. Um, I don't, I can't remember exactly when they said it's coming out. Mm, final quarter twenty four, first quarter of twenty five, something like that. I think it's still a ways off from from us being able to watch it, but it is all done, all finished. Um, they are saying things like it's going to center around Sauron. So we're gonna see more of Halbrand. Um, I think they're also they've also toyed around with, and maybe this is known already, but filmed with different actors who are all Sauron, kind of the whole Anatar Sauron thing, but that we won't be seeing his light form. I don't know. It's it's it'll be interesting to see how that kind of um unroll like unrolls out. I should say. I almost said unraveled. <laughs> no. No, be nice, jerk. Um, but um, yeah, it's and they've also said things like it'll be much more um, true to the the writings of Tolkien and all these different things, which sounds like an admission, a self admission to me. But you know what? Like that's cool. Give them a shot, let them live. Uh, we'll see what happens. So that that's uh, something that's else something else that's on the horizon out there. In the in the ether with the UFOs and the uh, and the angels and the demons and all the smoke and the mirrors and David Blaine just hovering out over the over the uh, over the setting sun, but um, yeah, uh, what else? Oh, uh, Hobbiton. This is where I was going with this. They just today and this is um, final day in November. Those uh, cool snippets that we had heard about from from Mel in Australia, Mel B. And Jake of them like excavating the the Hobbit holes on Bagshot Row. Um, Sam Sam Wise's three Bagshot Row, the the Gamgee home being one of them, uh, is finished. It's finished. Um, so um, Hobbiton Tours they just posted a video that's um, it's Peter Jackson just talking about what they've done and the desire to to make these. A um, to make the Hobbit holes, you know, not only have you been able to, when you go, you can go experience the Green Dragon. Now you can also experience the mill. I believe the mill mill is like a an Airbnb actually, which is crazy. But now you'll be able to actually walk into these uh, these Hobbit homes, um, and they 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 just do these videos of the interior. It's unbelievable, guys. I mean, like the detail that you see on that set outside and in the in the Green Dragon is matched completely um i i can't believe it um anyone who's so when ez and lottie go it's going to be an incredible thing for him 
uh, anyone who's going to be going in the future. Just it's going to be a part of the tour. It's not anything special or extra in terms of like you have to you have to pay for you have to do a special tour. It's just like on your way to the dragon. Normally you would just walk by and take pictures. Now you get to walk through. So so glad that they did that. I mean, are they getting ready to film a show in the Shire? You know, could it be concerning hobbits? Why not? Let's do it. Just joking. Yeah, no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking at all. But um, you know, uh, really cool that 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 they're continuing to invest in that place and make it against all odds even more magical. How does that place get more magical? They just keep finding ways. You know, maybe someday Bag End will be something that you can walk into as well, and they'll build that out all the way. That would be that would be unreal. I mean, you'd have you'd have things getting stolen every five seconds. I think every tour there'd be less and less crockery. Like, who keeps taking Bilbo's mugs, mites? Well, it's me. Uh, it's me. We're in the home of a burglar. We gotta steal something, right? I mean, it's just you got tons that you can bring in. But anyway, um, so cool, dude. Just so cool. So there's a lot of cool things. There's a cozy game coming out too. Um, Tales from the Shire, I believe. Again, a lot of Hobbit heavy things. I think maybe they've realized too that that's what that's what everyone's hungry for. Um, it's supposed to be like a cozy game. I know nothing about video games, but it's a cozy game. Uh, I bet it'll be really really cool. I bet it will follow Eleanor. I think. And there's a little trailer video that they released a teaser trailer, and it it's a female Hobbit writing in a book. And my money would be on that the that being the red book and that being Eleanor. Um, uh, also, uh, the Gollum game came out. We're going to talk about that. We're going to actually get with uh, Joe, Joe Lewis, Bill Joe Baggins, and uh, he actually got the Gollum game. We're going to do like a review. Uh, it's gotten terrible reviews, um, but um, you know it's Tolkien content, so we got to we got to check it out. We're curious, and Gollum needs some love for God's sakes. Come on, man. When are we going to stop hating on Gollum? Jesus. Precious, my precious. Don't hate on me. Give me a second chance, Marshall. <laughs> a second chance. Um, what else? There's a there's some kind of dwarven game out, Minds of Moria or something. John Reese davies voiced a portion of it. That's cool. Really hoping for that open world, uh, you know, Weta approved um, Lord of the Rings Middle Earth game. That would just be incredible, a la Skyrim or, you know, this um, the Hogwarts legacy or whatever it's called would be would be incredible. But hopefully we'll get something like that. Uh, a new um, Tolkien book. Sorry, this is just off the top of my head. I'm not even looking stuff up. I should be, but I'm not. Keeping it, keeping it loose. Keep it staying on the one, staying on the one lane road, mate. The bridge to, the bridge to terrible Rithia. Um, there's a, a new book of letters, by Tolkien that's being released. I don't know if these are like newly found letters, or newly edited. But actually, when we went to paragraphs, Max had it right there, hardback edition, right in the front of the shop, dude. Incredible. So. Might be worth a read. I mean, maybe eventually, as and I will actually get into those letters. You know, I know I've bragged before about not reading any of them, and it uh, there's at least one person who left a review who found that very offensive. And I'm sorry, I'm I am sorry that I offended that person. I really am. Um, I, I hope that person comes back, and I can like extend my my olive branch to them, and they can take some olives off 
and nibble, and nibble them. You know, eat, eat a, you know, maybe suck on them, suck on the olives. I don't know. I mean, whatever you, some people suck, a lot of people suck on olives. Well, if you're thinking about like a, a olive that hasn't been pitted, you kind of have to suck on it, really. You're, you're sort of like carving it off the pit in your mouth. And then you, you kind of peel the olive flesh away. And then you chew it up and, and swallow it. And then you spit out the pit. So you're kind of sucking the olive. So yeah, I hope that they can come back and suck my olives. And um, you know what? That will that will make up for it. Because um, yeah, I'm, I'm re- I really do apologize for you know making light of reading those letters of, of Professor Tolkien. Which I, th- I honestly, you know, in my defense, I don't think he wanted to write half of them. I think that he was just kind of being a Bilbo about it and being kind of a smart, smart ass, which is sort of the Tukish side of him. But, you know, who am I to say? I don't know. Just a man. Just a one-lane road. Um, I think I think it's going to be it. I think I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, the Smith family is good. Uh, we're doing great. Um, again, uh, we just lived through another day where we, we got to be together. So... We ate dinner together and we um, hugged each other and kissed each other. And, you know, did, did the girls fight? Absolutely. Yes, they did. Um, were there hard moments? Absolutely, there were. But, you know, that's what life is made of. It's made of good moments and hard moments. And you can't separate the two. You can't separate the two because without hard and, and, and difficult moments, there are no good moments, guys. They don't exist. They don't exist. Goodness does not exist. Uh, without those difficult things to, or I should say, I should say that like the appreciation of goodness, I guess maybe doesn't exist without the darkness. So in the same way I tell my, I tell my girls, I tell my kids, Vigo doesn't need to be told this because he's the definition of bravery, but you know, you can't, you can't have courage without being, without being afraid. You can't be brave without being scared. You can't be, you know, because that's the very definition of bravery is to go into scary conditions, scary circumstances and do it despite being scared. That's what courage is. So, you know, yeah, but we're, we're doing great, man. Life's awesome. Life is awesome. It's a gift. Being alive is a gift. And I, I don't know that, I, I, like when we say being alive is a gift, I think that sometimes we're discounting what happens in the next life or whatever comes after, after we die. I don't, I don't think that that should, it's all we know, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and as far as we know, it's more certain than what happens when we're gone, when we die. But, you know, to say that being alive is a greater gift than, than what comes be after beyond who's to say, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It might, might not be. I hope, you know, I hope it's not, I hope that, um, as good as life is here, that what happens when we, uh, when we cross over and go beyond is, makes this feel like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, like, uh, like, like, I don't know, the, the transition from standard def to high def, you know, from 1080p to 4k, that kind of a thing where it's like, my life was beautiful, but this is this is it in in uh, in 4K. So, 
Yeah, but um, we're we're honored that you guys are on this journey with us. That we uh, that you listen to us. I mean, first of all, and that you find some kind of enjoyment in it because we we get enjoyment out of it. Just so you know, like we really do. We love it. We love it. It's it's a crazy thing. Like podcasting, even just in the short time that we've been doing podcasting, it's it's changed. I mean, I bet the number of podcasts from six years ago when we started to now is probably quintupled. I mean, it's just like it's amazing. It's amazing, but I bet it has. Um, speaking of podcasts and, and um, growth and everything, go check out uh, Seth and Sam's podcast, Well-Earned Comforts. Um, uh, if you've been listening for the last year or so, you would have heard Seth and Sam. Um, they are brothers who um, I think I think after listening to us were like, hey, we could do this too and probably know about it. And, um, so they have their own podcast. It's incredible. Um, they kind of like take topics and go through it. They've tackled, they've already tackled the Silmarillion. I mean, they've like, uh, gotten into, uh, uh, tales from, from Tolkien's earliest writings right off the bat. Something we ain't, we ain't had, uh, we didn't have the olives to do as an I. Maybe we never, maybe it had nothing to do with our olives. Maybe it was just like our, maybe it was our mouths. Maybe we didn't have the mouths for it, the taste for it. I think that actually makes sense. I know a lot of people will just, just kind of discount that analogy there, but I think that that metaphor actually does, I think that does hold up. Although it was fully intended to be silly, I think it, I think it, yeah, we didn't have the olives. It wasn't our olives, it was our taste, our mouth. So um, all this talk of sucking olives, I got to go eat, I'm hungry. Um, but uh, yeah, so go check out their podcast. They're incredible dudes. Uh, and, um, they really, they really have a respect for and love for, um, Tolkien's works. Um, also big announcement, uh, for, um, Travis Sigler. He's got some crazy, some crazy mead getting dropped. Some of it I can't even talk about. Some of it I'm not even allowed to talk about. So I won't, I will just tease you there and say that I know some stuff about mead me know some mead you don't know. Okay? Mead know you don't know. Mead know you mead know you don't know. Um, but one of them is a collaboration that's gonna happen that my God, dude, if it was in front of me, I'd drink an entire bottle. Even if I knew that it would probably cost my kidney. I would I don't know if I'd be able to stop. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I got. I'm trying to make sure I don't say something I'm not supposed to say. So I'm reading this again real quick. Yeah, Shire Strawberry. Okay, he's got Shire Strawberry uh, Mead dropping. Um, he's also got one called Oaken Shield. It's a dry mead aged on a whiskey oak barrel from Westward whiskey out there and I guess it's out there in Oregon probably I'm guessing and there's another one that I can't even tease that I'm I'm looking forward to all these but I'm looking forward to that one the most dude my god it's just take my word for it it's going to be delectable absolutely delectable mead gonna like it yeah mead's so weirdy um but yeah, go check out Shire Strawberry. And I believe that you can order. I'm pretty sure you can order and they'll they'll ship to you. Um, 
Honey wine with strawberry, my God. Do you remember the taste of strawberries, Mr. Photo? Do you remember the shire? Do you remember eating them strawberries from my toes, Mr. Frodo? Oh, sorry, that was something I wasn't supposed to tell you about, Mr. Frodo. Happened to my imagination. Sam, what are you saying? Nothing, Mr. Frodo. Just take this strawberry from my toe, boy. It'll taste good for you, my brother. Sam, it's strawberry toe jam. Strawberry toe jam, Sam. I know, Mr. Photo. I thought of the pun afterwards. But I thought you'd love it anyway. Don't ask me about the cream, Mr. Photo. Oh, geez. That's when you know it's time to wrap it up. And I hope the kids were in bed 40 minutes ago. But, um, yeah, anyway, guys, uh, thanks for letting me do this. I had a blast just kind of recording solo. A, a one-lane road, if you will. I know there's other stuff I'm thinking of. Go check out Max at Paragraphs. Um, go check out Cameron Hansen's work. It's incredible. Uh, all of our friends that are that are creators and doing things, go go support them because they're they're doing really amazing things. Um, they really are doing amazing things. And um, if you have something that you're you're creating and making, um, share it with us so we can share it, please. Because yeah, it's an amazing thing. Sadly, um, Doctor Bean Coffee Company is is done. Um, they are kind of uh closing up shop so um charlotte was able to send us some coffee for like one of the last times uh she always she said that she would always you know roast them for us if we requested it but that support has been incredible over the years i mean just the fact that they that she it was her that she made an upblend is uh is incredible um i still have the very first the very first bag she sent us with the with the logo and the description and everything that um, I need to get that framed and put it up somewhere. But well, that's something that uh, yeah I can't I can't even fully express how much that means to us. So people like Charlotte who who are out there doing uh, incredible things, um, yeah, let us know about it so we can let everyone else know about it and um, and thank you for supporting su- supporting uh, each other, I should say, and for uh, like including us in it. It's really really cool. It's really cool to be included in that and to know about it and to be able to support it. And, um, it's, it's very, uh, you know, cool, man. It's a wild, wild time we live in guys. It's wild. It's the wild West everywhere. Wild East, wild North, wild South. It's it's wild everywhere. Wilding out. But, um, yeah, some really cool things happening. Something else. Or something else. Oh, even uh, um, Isaac, lo- the Lord of Maps. Uh, he just released a uh, like a cardboard book. Uh, what's it called? High Points. It's uh, based on a map he did of all the highest points in each state, done in his his uh, style, and it's like a fold out cardboard book, self published. So cool looking. Need to buy one. I don't know if I will, just because I don't know. There's a lot of things to buy, guys, and uh, you know. Money tight, baby. We in that recession. I wish I wish recession was as cool as recess. Wouldn't that be cool? Like if recession and recess were the same type of feeling. They're not. Um, unless you're getting the crap beat out of you at recess, which, you know, been there, done that. Am I right? Anyone else out there? Yeah. You, just, you think you're going to be able to defend yourself and. You end up defending the 
defending the pavement from uh, it getting its butt kicked because that's where you're just getting pounded into that that blacktop. But yeah, anyway, um, would love to would love to buy that. But again, I just don't know if I'll even remember to. So if you remember to, go check it out because he's a cool dude. Um, has great Tolkien style maps. I still got the uh, the map of Ohio up in our um, in our living room dining room. Um, actually, it's really cool. And he included Amanda on a few of the versions, which is really neat that uh, eh, we're on there. And yeah, so anyway, uh, lots of cool things. Um, yeah, beautiful time, wild time. Um, next time you guys hear from us, we'll be uh, we'll probably be talking to some of you, hopefully. If not, it's just going to be as and I calling each other in the same room. And that I think that's going to probably have some feedback. So the episode will sound like... And uh, we might even, I don't know if that happens, we'll definitely be getting some Enochian brothers and some uh, some of them aliens burning, beaming down, getting probed, and probably definitely having to eat some olives at that point. Not even sucking on the olives, just eating them. Pits and all, probably. I bet aliens would make you eat olives, pits and all. They would be like some kind of experiment. They'd put a chip in the pit. It'd be seamless. You wouldn't even be able to tell. And they'd just say, eat this with their mind. And we'd have to. I know I'd gag on it because I can't swallow big pills. But I don't know what the option would be. They'd have ray guns, no doubt. Doubtless they'd have ray guns. Or at least some sort of radiation where they'd say, you know, if you don't, we will kill you. And I don't know why I made them sound Russian there. It's not a, gosh, dude was not intentional it's just sometimes accents just kind of like when you love to speak in accents like a crazy guy like me they just come out not no sort of connotations um whatsoever so i probably do apologize for that but but yeah um yeah next time we talk to you where am i even going my brain is a it's a curse um next time we talk to you we'll probably be talking to so next time you hear us We'll probably be talking to some of you. So you might be hearing yourself, actually, which is kind of, if you think about it, a little wild. So tune in next time to hear yourself talking to us hearing yourself uh, or something like that. It's like when you see a picture of a picture in a picture without, with, within a picture without a picture. Too many pictures. But, uh, yeah, um, look forward to hearing from you and talking to you guys on that anniversary episode. Also look forward to, uh, yeah, producing more content for you coming up very soon. Um, I'm excited for this next stage of the uh, of the Silmarillion. I almost said the Hobbit. It's not at all what it is, um, and yeah, just the just the the depth of the lore is so exciting to me. Getting a a, a greater handle of the Valar and the Maiar and everything too is really cool to see how they kind of work and having a a long time to think about. I know it's been like months and like almost a year, I guess, in some respects about thinking of the uh, the creation of the world but for me I don't know like you know I think it really does it does take that that long to stop and just think about god it's like see this is serious business bruh it's a big time creation of the world it deserves it demands a little bit of meditation some some of that Tolkien silence and then they were silent for eight months Maybe 12. But months on end, they were silent. 
comprehending the creation of the one. Um, but yeah, can't wait to uh, to 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 get back into recording. But yeah, we love you guys. We hope you have a great um, holiday season. Again, we hope to hear from some of you and talk to some of you and then present that back to you so that you can hear it uh, very, very soon. And um, yeah, provide some uh, some vi- uh, some visual a visual component as well that we can put on YouTube. Get some get some video action back. Um, and yeah, how would I end this? I guess uh, what would I say? The one lane road goes ever on, on and 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 on on till the break of dawn. He never shuts up. No, he don't. He would talk for now till... Oh, there's some Ferguson action. First down, boy. Give me some of them points. He's getting pointed at. Man, he is trash talking. He's getting lit up. The one lane road goes on and 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 on on and on and on and on I kind of want to do a natural fade out. Let's see if I can do it. The one lane road goes on and on on and on and not too bad been worse all right Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.